Well, Antonio, how was Texas? Texas was, was fun. Uh, the drive there wasn't the most fun, but not, uh, not as not as much fun. <laughs> yeah, um, but we made it for a two thirty tip at two ten on on Friday. Um, <laughs> so got there in time for Valley JSU, and uh, uh, yeah, the weekend was pretty fun. Uh, had some tacos. Haven't had tacos in a while, so uh, so Jackson's tacos are not sufficient enough for you. <laughs> no, you have um, something against Jackson. <laughs> Uh, I haven't I haven't had Jackson Tacos enough to What what did Babalu do to you? <laughs> Babalu I haven't even been to Taco Tuesday at Babalu yet. Um but yeah and then uh so I hung out with uh, Chris Hutchinson and Tyler Grieber for a little bit on uh Saturday and then watched uh Jackson State play Southern. Um which was a, a heartbreaking loss for JSU. Um, it was. Yeah. And um yeah, that was the weekend. I really thought they had it. Yeah, I thought they had it. And uh, coming into the game I thought, well, Alabama State and Southern. I was like, Alabama uh, Southern, um, they beat Alabama State, they beat Texas Southern. Those are t- probably the two best teams that the, they're playing the best headed into the tournament. So Southern beat them. I said, I don't, I don't think Jackson State's going to win this one. Uh, Southern's playing too well. Uh, Jackson, <laughs> once the game rolled around, Jackson State was hanging around. There's there's times in the game you're like, okay, like Southern's up eight. Here's where the run's going to come. Here's where they're going to separate. Right. And there's like 36-28 in the second half, and Jackson State makes a 7-0 run like out of nowhere. And that's what it's like game on after that. And they're up six with like four minutes to go. And even when they're up one with 20 seconds to go, and they just don't – Southern just gets all the bounces after that. Yeah, <laughs> Southern gets all the bounces and just – I think it comes back to somewhat. This is the limitation of being a defensive first team. Yeah, is that Jackson State just couldn't buy a bucket. Yeah, like they just don't like it. Their offense just is overly dependent on who is hot, mm-hmm. and when you don't have a set number one, number two scoring option, guys that you know consistently every game are going to shoot a certain percentage or yeah. a certain amount of points. You get you get in a game like this, and it just gets really, really hard. Yeah, Jackson State has nobody to get them easy buckets. Like right, Gator has to slash and do a lot of stuff. You don't run plays for him, but none of his scoring comes easy. Um, Paris Collins and Chase Franklin—they're all relying on their jumpers and getting in the lane. And when defense is packing the lane, I mean, it's really going to come down to your jumpers. So, yeah, with six minutes to go, I, I, I tweeted like they're eleven of forty-seven from the floor right now. Right, it was absurd. <laughs> right, yeah, right, and they're still they still were leading. So I think that was a testament to their defense and just how well they're able to keep them in the game. But they're like, you're like, there's no way they can win this game shooting like this. Um, so I was I was surprised that it was like that close, just the way they were shooting. They only made 15 shots total like the whole game. Um, so I, I was amazed it was even that close. Yeah, it was disappointing. I mean, <laughs> Jackson State was our last hope. <laughs> It was the last hope for the state of Mississippi yeah. to have some representation in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. And and they were really close. They were right there. Yeah. Like it wasn't like they were right there. Yeah. And I mean, there was there's a scenario where instead of sitting in a podcast studio talking <laughs> to me, you're in Dayton, Ohio right now. Yeah, just getting ready to getting ready for the playing game, J, uh, JSU against Holy Cross. Uh, yeah, l- let me tell you, there's nothing the the playing game is actually really cool. Yeah. Like Dayton's actually a really good location for it. <laughs> I went last year with Ole Miss and I didn't know what to expect. 
it's awesome. Yeah. Like it like they they legitly packed the house. They're excited for every mm-hmm. team. JSU's band would have been great. Yeah. Dayton would have fallen in love with the band. It would have been a whole thing. Yeah. The travel when you're a writer covering Dayton, yeah. getting to Dayton isn't that hard. You can fly, you can drive. The problem is getting what's in. next. <laughs> and in Southern's case, if Southern beats Holy Cross, going to Spokane. Yeah. Spokane, Washington. Yeah. That's a trip. Yeah, I was talking to Les East, the Baton Rouge advocate, and after the game ended, we were just working in the press room. And I was like, well, good luck with the tournament. He's like, yeah, I have no idea where I'm going right now. <laughs> no, it's – it's yeah, because Ole Miss got in last year mm-hmm. on Sunday. You know, the brackets revealed. They're going to yeah. Dayton. And it was Dayton to Jacksonville. And our travel literally came down to – we they were playing on Tuesday – so we got in the car Monday afternoon, drove to Louisville, spent the night in Louisville, drove the rest of the way to Dayton the next day, covered the game. Ole Miss comes back from down a bajillion. Yeah, they're playing Boise, right? Yeah, BYU. Oh, BYU. BYU. Uh, Boise was the first game, I think. Maybe. I don't know. It doesn't matter. They come back from down a bajillion, win the game, and we got to get to Jacksonville. There was no flights from Dayton to Jacksonville. So we drove through the night to Nashville. Oh, wow. And caught, like, the first plane out of Nashville to Jacksonville. How far is that drive? Nashville. Dayton, Dayton to Nashville? Oh, it's, like, six hours. We got we were in the car by about 1230. Maybe a little bit less. It, it was long. It was... It was me, Riley Blevins, who was the Ole Miss beat writer at the time, and Ben Garrett, who works for the Ole Miss scout site. And Ben refused to let anybody else drive, and he was changing CDs like every 45 seconds. And I was chugging Red Bull, and then Ben would yell at me because I'd have to go to the bathroom because I was chugging <laughs> Red Bull. I, I didn't like once once Miss, once Mississippi Valley beat Alcorn, like that's when it hit me like. This, might, this, this is, is like, all lining up. <laughs> this like, is this, all this, lining up. I was like, this might be real. Like, oh, my God. And then Southern beats Texas Southern. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I I drove to – I left Jackson at, like, 5.30 in the morning on yes. Friday. So I was like, okay. Um, as soon as JC's game ended, I just got to my hotel. I fell asleep. Like, I woke up, like, four hours. It took, like, a four-hour nap or whatever. And I woke up and <laughs> see Texas Southern loses to Southern. I was like, oh, man. How far is it? Like, how long is this drive to Dayton? <laughs> like, let me start getting ready, like, right now. Like, let's start. I was going to fly you. I was going to fly you. <laughs> Give me credit. I was going <laughs> to. Ten hours really isn't. Like, the drive to, to Murfreesboro this past year was like seven. Ten. Ten. Ten felt like too much. Yeah. Ten. Yeah, I, w- I was going to fly you. Okay. Yeah. Because the, prob- the problem with driving there is you'd have to drive or you'd have to fly back to Dayton. Oh yeah, yeah. To get your car. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I was yeah I was just gonna or you do like a one way, air you know airport airport rental yeah I guess that costs like a million dollars. Um. So yeah, but the the mechanics of it get just totally (laughs) unwieldy and awful and yeah and that's why you kind of feel bad. We would have done it, but like oh my like. It was going to cost some money, yeah. which is fine. 
sometimes covering sports costs money. Yeah. But it was more just like how to make it happen. Yeah. And like after the game, you see like Wayne Brent crying at the post game press. You're like, dude, like I feel awful for for Wayne Brent. Like, and, and like, and I, that's what I wrote. Like, I know he he feels like next year is his best team, but you don't get opportunities. Like, like I'm a big like advocate of teams taking advantage of like their windows. Like when they're right yes. there, like like Oklahoma City, like in basketball, like every, like in 2012 they make it and they lose, and people are like, oh well, it's fine. They're going to be there again. It's like you never know when you're going to be there again. Just like. No. JSU like okay JSU didn't get the breaks on on Saturday which obviously hurt them but look at the breaks they caught leading into Saturday like, Valley beat Alcorn Alcorn was a tough matchup for JSU like all season the way Valley was a bad matchup for Alcorn is the way Alcorn was like a bad matchup for JSU right. so they ca- they catch that break they play Prairie View then after Prairie View they get Mississippi Valley so those are two of the bottom teams two of the bottom teams in the bottom half of the swag right and then you don't have to play Texas Southern. Who's right. You, they did not have to play the number one or number two seed. Yeah. In yeah. the tournament. So it's like, man, you don't know how, like, you don't know when the next time it's going to line up right. for you like that. Right. And just to be, and just, if you, you would have told Wayne Brent before the season, hey, you don't have to play Texas Southern in a tournament, and you're one position away. You, you were the, you're going to be the number three seed, but yeah. you're not going to have to play number one or number two. Yeah. Sold. Where do I sign? Yeah. <laughs> like, so like you don't, and you're just one. And you have the ball in the final seconds of the game. You're gonna have the ball, and you're one position away from the NCAA tournament. He's gonna take it, and for JSU, I mean, it just didn't work out. The ball hung on the rim forever, and it just fell off. And you never know when you're gonna get those many breaks leading up to that game. Right. Like, again, that's why you feel bad for for Wayne Brenton in that situation. You're so close to NCAA tournament, and you get and you get everything breaks for you, and then it doesn't break for you. Right, just falls apart at the end. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, theoretically, at least, they will be a better team next year. Yeah. And, but, I mean, he has to go find a scorer. Yeah. He he has to go find somebody who can consistently score for him. Mm-hmm. That, I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. And they lose uh, Gator Worsham next year, so that'll be big as Gator. When those guys... Yeah, he was the... The glue. Yeah. He was definitely the glue of that team, just... Rebounding at six five, just going up against bigger guys, uh, putting up double doubles every night, um, and you know the the players kind of looked up to him, be, him being the senior and him being there throughout the bad times, um, the tough times at JSU. So like, even, I was like, that's gonna be pretty fitting if he gets like the game winning layup, which it looked like he was gonna have for a couple seconds. Um, but yeah, they lose him, they lose uh, Kevin Bernard, um, but everybody. Everybody else is going to be back next year. Um, they need to get healthy um, before next season, obviously. And obviously, they're in the, the CIT right now they just beat Sam Houston State last night. Yeah, let's talk about that. <coughs> yeah. Okay. <coughs> I, I guess good on Jackson State for participating in this tournament. Yeah, first 20 wins. They, they won yeah. their 20th last night, first 20 Right, they got to 20 wins. I, I, good on them. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to play more basketball, yeah. go play more basketball. This tournament, though. Okay. So, first of all, there are 26 teams in this tournament. 26. Not 24. Yeah. Not 36. Not 48. 26. So, apparently, and no one had a buy. So, there are 13 first-round games. And so... Apparently, after this, they're going to pick three teams to get buys. Mm-hmm. 
and then the other ten will play each other, and then those five and the other three will make up the quarterfinal round of eight. <laughs> so you don't plan a twenty sixteen tournament. Yeah. Which means that they couldn't fill out their field. Yeah. And Yeah. And there's no bracket. There's no bracket. That's true. Right. Right. They're they're doing the old like this is like the old NIT. Mm-hmm. Uh the NIT receded. This is something yeah. different. Yeah. This is this is just we're throwing random team. You know what I would you know what I would guess the reason why Jackson State played St. Houston State in the first round? Because Jackson State was already in Texas. Yeah, you know, Jackson State was already in Texas because I know um I got a bunch of emails about the John McClendon classic, which was uh which was billed as a Grand Canyon hosting like HBCU, and it ended up being uh, South Carolina State. Um, so I was like, "Are they going to get sent to Phoenix? Like, what's going on?" And then they got the like. It was literally like right after like the press conference. Where in the press conference, then somebody tells um, the SWAC uh, media relations guy, "Like, oh yeah, I think they got invited to the CIT." Right. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you like uh, Jeff State comes out and they're like. We got invited to the CIT, and uh, so like they didn't know until like after the game ended on on Saturday night. They didn't even like find out they're going to the CIT, and they didn't even know they were going until like, I would have, I would Sunday. imagine this was like SWAT coordinated, where it was like <laughs> the team that loses the championship game is going to get yeah. sent here, mm-hmm. and it's like good for the SWAC because technically speaking, they have three teams playing in the postseason yeah. now because with Southern Instable Tournament, Texas Southern. By winning the regular season SWAC, got the automatic bid into mm-hmm. the NIT, and now you have Jackson State in the CIT. So it's good for the SWAC. Three of their ten teams yeah. are playing in the tournament postseason. That's fine. But, man, some of these teams, like, <laughs> like I'm looking at it like, okay, so Savannah State, great season. They're 16-15 and 15 overall yeah. playing in the tournament. I think UC uh, Irvine's in there. And they're hosting their first game. <laughs> Savannah State is 16-15, and 15, is hosting UT Arlington, 23-13. Yeah. Um, yeah, there were three teams that won more than 20 games this year mm-hmm. that are playing in this <laughs> that I can see. And uh, UC Irvine, UT yeah. Arlington, and Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, they're all on the road in the first round. <laughs> like, it's just, on some level, like, why? Why, are these, <laughs> yeah. why do these things exist? There's like the Vegas 16 this yeah. year that couldn't fill out their field, so now it's actually the Vegas 8. Yeah. And the Vegas 16 Twitter account is like trying to pretend that that wasn't a real thing. They, they can just the, say it's the Vegas uh, 16, the year 2016. Uh. Right, exactly. <laughs> right, right. It's like when Mississippi State was like, oh, no, we're only going to sell uh, the 15 jersey this year because it's 2015. <laughs> also, Dak Prescott wears 15. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, right, like the Vegas 16 Twitter account literally was saying like, well, what, the the Big Ten has 14 teams, the uh, Big 12 has 10, like there's there's no, denom- you know, the Pac-10 has 12, yeah. like sw- Vegas 16 never meant that there were going to be 16 <laughs> teams. Oh, really, then what did it mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, JSU, uh, I think the second round starts on Friday, I think it goes through Sunday. Yeah, you can play whenever you want <laughs> during that three-day time period. Um, so... I know. I think Jackson State is finally go, coming back. I think they're supposed to get back to Jackson tonight. <laughs> tonight, actually. Um, Please tell me they're on spring break. <laughs> yeah, they're on spring break. Okay, good. I feel a lot better about this. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they played four games in five days in Texas, um, and they're getting back to to Jackson uh, 
tonight uh, on Tuesday night. Um, then I think they'll probably go wherever they play, probably on Friday. Um, they'll probably leave in a day or two. God bless them. I hope they have. A, I, have I hope they have a long run. If you're going to participate yeah. in this thing, just win it. Yeah, that's what Paris Collins said after the game. He was like, he's like, no, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're going to win the CIT. Yeah, I mean, if you're going <laughs> to like, if you're going to do this, do it. Yeah. Like, there's nothing quite as shameful as losing in the first round of the CIT. It's <laughs> like, how do you feel? Like, how do you think like Sam Houston State feels or something? Like, we host this game. Oh, like, I we, bet, we, 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 we you know paid what? the host. Yeah, I bet their coach isn't feeling great. Yeah. I bet the players are doing pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bet all the players woke up this morning and they're like, I don't got practice this afternoon. Yeah. Just like cracked the knuckles. They're like, what are we going to get up to, boys? <laughs> what are we going <laughs> to. Yeah, so, like, I mean, good for Jackson State, though. Uh, tw- uh, first 21 season since 2007. Yeah. I know Wayne Brent, that was always a big deal for him. Uh, that was one of the goals, was win 20 games, uh, win some games in the SWAC tournament. Obviously, they want to win. Um, in the SWAC, they want to win the SWAC title and go to the NCAA tournament. Um, so this is like a small little consolation from from that. But um, twenty wins is nothing to sneeze at, especially at Jackson State when twenty win seasons don't come around very often. Right, that's the thing. It's like on a high major level, twenty wins doesn't mean as much as it used to. Mm-hmm. But on a low major level, it absolutely does because of the mechanics of non conference scheduling and how yeah. they work. It's not like you get to load up and walk in the conference play with nine or ten wins already yeah it's much much harder so yeah, yeah. 20 wins absolutely is a good achievement yeah. um wayne brent absolutely deserves a contract extension yeah he's doing good work let him come back next year and and play with what he thinks is his best team yeah and um they, they should they have a good future uh, demetrius clopton from columbus who just won a state title this past weekend will uh be on the team next year and i'm sure they'll, they're recruiting guys for uh the next signing day, and um, and and yeah, it'll be they'll have a bright future. Yeah, uh, we I don't think we actually ever did this. This is the our band is better than your band podcast uh, with myself, Hugh Kelmerder, and uh, JSU and Swackby writer Antonio Morales. Um, Antonio, you, you've always been focused on basketball and the end of that season, mm-hmm. but uh, what else is going on? Uh, spring football starts for Alcorn and JSU uh, next Tuesday. Um, so that'll be pretty interesting to, to see. I'm going to try to talk to coaches from both sides um, this week just to see what the feel what the feel for both of them, both of those teams is as they head into spring ball. Obviously for Alcorn, back-to-back SWAC champions, um, going for a three-peat, which hasn't been done since – Grambling, the early 2000s. You have Fred McNair taking over. So there's a lot of storylines. Um, obviously, Lenore Footman coming back. How does he develop? How does how do they supplement the loss of Darian Ragsdale, who's kind of carried them throughout the season, right. the main cog on offense? Um, all, the whole defense staff is is pretty much gone. Um, so there's there's a lot of storylines and a lot of things to look out for with Alcorn. And for JSU, obviously you have. Tony Hughes, um, Lamontez Ivy, is he coming back from that ankle injury? How's he looking in, in spring ball? Um, just how did the offense and defense look? Just um, new coaches, uh, new schemes. Um, just how are the players taking to it? And yeah, it's going to be your first look at what Tony Hughes and has in store for this upcoming season. 
Yeah, I'm interested to see what happens. Yeah. I, spring football in and of itself is generally a pretty fruitless exercise. Mm-hmm. The the honest truth, if you if you ask a lot of coaches off the record, is they actually prefer not to have spring football. They they prefer just to have their normal workout routine and um, go through walk through things. Yeah. It's just the they're all fearful of the injury. They're all mm-hmm. fearful of the ACL tear, and you lose a player in the spring that yeah. you really needed in the fall. The one time where I think it's really helpful is with the first-time head coach, with mm-hmm. the first-year head coach at a program, um, because you start to see how things are going to look. Uh, you start to see what's actually going to be built. You you, you know, if you're an established program, it, it's just kind of – the only change is like, oh, okay, so the seniors get replaced by the guys that were their backups that we <laughs> yeah. already knew were going to replace them. Yeah. Maybe there's a position change or two. Maybe there's an early enrollee that you see. But at Jackson State, I mean, literally, like, you walk out of the first day and anything could be the case. Yeah. You know, like, they could have moved everybody. You don't, you yeah. know, you know, I know you did a, a Q&A with the defensive coordinator, and he was like, we're going to be multiples. So like, you don't even know what, like, yeah. defense are going to line up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, oh. Some questions will be answered. I know John Hendrick, Jackson State defensive coordinator, um, he said the goal of spring is just to find 11 starters, and then after that, find find the 11 backups. That's, that's what he wants to do. Right. Um, so I know he's looking forward to finally getting out there and coaching. Because I asked him, I was like, oh, how do you feel? How do you feel about the guys you inherited? He's like, well, they act like they want to be good. So, but we're really going to find out. Yes. Um, coming up when when we, when we actually get to coach them and actually get to see them on the field and, and working and stuff like that. I do think it's good in that scenario. You know, I know, like I said, in the Q&A, he told you they were going to be multiple and didn't necessarily tie himself down to 4-3 or 3-4. Yeah. In terms of finding the best 11, because then he can manipulate the formation based off of what the best 11 is. Yeah. Uh, and, and it doesn't have to be 3-4 or 4-3. Yeah. Uh, you know, it could be a 4-2-5. It, it, um, it, it could be something else. I I, I just really think he's going to try probably a lot of different things. And then, you know, you sit down and halfway through spring and you start figuring out, like, okay, what 11 guys do we really trust? How do we put them in the formation to be successful? Yeah, and I asked him later on, which will be in part two, just so you're just going to tailor your defense to what these guys are doing well, right? And he's like, yeah. He's like, there's no need for me to just – he's like, there's things I like to do, but if there's things that they do well, we're going to do what they do well. I'm not going to stick to any certain – certain schemes or anything whatever they're doing well right. we're, we're going to tailor and that's what you have to do um tailor to what you guys do well yeah long term you recruit to what you want to do mm-hmm. but when you're coming in brand new it makes no sense to try to force guys into here Javancy jones we would like for you to gain 30 pounds to become a 3-4 defensive end yeah come on don't be stupid <laughs> like, yeah Javancy jones rushes the quarterback yeah. have Javancy jones rush the quarterback yeah so yeah, so early on you'll probably see them adjust to the personnel they have and then obviously they'll they'll get their guys in for for their own system. We'll see what what Tony Hughes has in store for this uh for this uh spring practice. I know last week <laughs> on the uh the, un- the unreleased pod we were talking about the five AM practices and <laughs> That's right. Let's talk about it. That's right. So we had a podcast that never got out. There yeah. were some technical issues. Yeah. Um that happens. <laughs> We don't like it, but it happens. So yeah. we talked about the 5 a.m. practices. So let's go back to that because nobody ever heard that conversation. <laughs> yeah. So Tony Hughes is 
holding all his practices at 5 a.m. in yeah, the spring. Except, yeah, except for the scrimmages. Except the for the scrimmages, yeah. which makes sense. Um, it, it, they'll be done with practice, obviously, very early in the morning. Yeah. Guys can go to class. They can go to tutors. They can do board work, meetings in the afternoon. You kind of have your own afternoons free. Um, and, and in the spring, guys' schedules are crazy because yeah. it's the one time you know during the you fall right during the fall you have to be out by like noon in the spring you can take your class that's only offered at four o'clock in the afternoon that mm-hmm. you need in order to graduate yeah that's the other annoyance of spring for coaches is that you're like like and as a beat writer because you'll come out you'll go out there and you'll be like coach where's your star wide receiver and he'll be like hit class <laughs> yeah. like yeah uh much like dayton in the first four Really cool, except for the beat writer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at 5 a.m., it's not going to be – it's not ideal. Right, because you're not a morning guy. Yeah, you're not no. a up and at em. No, I get up at, like, 9 in the morning, typically. Um, so I'll have to adjust, adjust my sleep schedule. I'll probably have to go to bed, like, around 10 or 11 Uh Get up like four thirty or something, and head to JSU. Luckily, I don't live too far from JSU, um, so I'm gonna have to drive, drive over. Um, but that, it's gonna be an adjustment period for sure. Right, and you you'll figure it out pretty early mm-hmm. on. Like if if that five a.m. is like they're in team drills at five a.m. Yeah. or if it's like they're rolling onto the field at five a.m. Warming up by five fifteen, five thirty individual drills. Yeah, but it's like I told you last week. I mean, sometimes at JSU under Harold. Under Harold, <laughs> I think Tony's going to be more organized. <laughs> under Harold, sometimes three fifteen meant like three fifty, three forty five, and like we said last week, as long as long as you see the trainers, the managers out there, then you know like you're, you're in a good space. And yes, yeah, so something eventually is going to happen. Yeah. Something's about to go down. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like Tony is going to be a little bit more organized. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure when Tony uh, says three fifteen, it'll probably be like three fifteen. When he says five, it's it's five. Right. Um, but we'll see how that all unfolds next week. And there's obviously so many questions marks with JSU. Um, like I said, quarterback, and obviously we talked about this before. Juwan Adams. Juwan Adams won't be there for spring, but he'll roll. He'll come in in the fall. And you just want to see how, how the freshmen that they signed come and the Ju- the JUCO transfers, some of the ones they brought in. And just what are they going to do on defense? Is obviously, defense was a really uh, sore spot last year. Gave the most points in school history, 50 points or more four times. Um, so there's a lot of work that needs to be done during spring. Yep, definitely. Uh, I think on that note, let's call it a podcast. Sounds good. Hopefully this one has no technical issues and everybody will get to hear it. <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, follow all of Antonio's coverage of the collegeinsider.com tournament <laughs> and spring football at clarionledger.com. And that is it for this week. Thanks.